this week we continue looking at the savage life. And before we jump into what this week's lesson is, I want to look, take a recap of the past couple of weeks where we've looked at the difference between a normal life and a savage life. That a normal life is living for the next adrenaline rush, which may look different in different aspects of our life, but that's what the normal life is. That's what everybody is kind of doing. But the savage life is that life that is defined by living your life in a way that you have the guts to live. And a couple of weeks ago, we looked at the idea that the savage life um, is a life of hope, value, and power. And then this past week, we looked at the idea that the savage life banks on grace. And I think if we're honest, many of us feel, that, feel inspired to live this savage life. It sounds like a good life until we go out into the, into the world and we are bombarded by normal again. Uh, we go out and we, and we realize that in order to live the savage life, we're going to have to change everything. Or, or we begin to feel discouraged and uninspired. We begin to feel very normal once again. And this is because, as we're going to find out this week, uh, we are letting our limitations limit us. And so what happens is we begin to see the limitations that are facing us. Um, and it's one thing to want to live out the savage life that God has created us to live. But it's another to actually take the jump and actually go for it. Uh, we can all claim that we want it, but what are we really doing with it? And for many of us, whenever we think about God, we're reminded of the gap that we have to, that there is, that stands between him and us. It doesn't take long for the gap of our limitations, those things that we realize, I don't know that I can do that. I'm limited because I don't know that I'm willing to do these things. And they freeze us up in our pursuit. And, so, and we sense that the jump that God is calling us to take and the life that he created us to are, are just too far away. And so the first question that we really have to look at and analyze for ourselves is what's in the way? What are those limitations that we're going, I'm not willing to give this up. I'm not willing to move past this to live that way. And as we've been going through this series called The Savage Life, we've been going through the book of Ephesians. And we've been looking at Paul. Paul is the author of the book. And at one point, Paul felt that he was too far from God, that the gap was too wide for him to jump. Um, and many of us have probably heard of Paul. In Ephesians 3, 8, he says, Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. For just a brief story, Paul, before he was Paul, was Saul. And Saul's mission, plain and simple, was to wipe out the message of Jesus from the earth. He was willing to even kill those who followed Jesus. But one day Saul was walking down the road. He was blinded by, Jesus, by God's light, and he became Paul. And he became a new man with a new name and a new mission, which was to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thinking about it, Paul went from being unable to be any further from God and having his life mission becoming spreading, throughout, spreading God's word throughout the world. The message that nobody could ever be too far from God. You see, the truth is, Jesus came for people that are, quote-unquote, too far away. If you look at some of the stories we've looked at over the past couple of weeks, the woman caught in adultery where society tells her that she's worthless and that has no value, and Jesus had compassion for her. Uh, or, or, the man, or the the man on the cross 
uh, that was hanging there, the criminal on the cross that says, remember me this day. And Jesus has compassion for him. These stories remind us that Jesus, is, Jesus has compassion for those who feel too far from God. In fact, he seems, it seems as if Jesus' mentality is the further the better because Jesus loves to show that his grace is bigger than any gap that might stand between him and us. But it's within us that, the constant, that we have the constant battle of limitations, that the enemy never takes a break from trying to get us to believe the lie that we are too far from God, no matter how long we've been in a relationship with Jesus, that, that, we'll, never, that we'll never be able to get there because things are supposed to be peachy. And in fact, some circumstances can become worse after being in a relationship with Jesus. And that's because the spiritual battle begins to ensue. And so the enemy limits us. Some of us believers are bombarded every day with our limitations what we've been doing, what we're addicted to, how we should be doing better because we're doing, doing this and doing that. And the enemy begins to limit our effectiveness to witness to our friends and to our families and, and to share of what's going on in our lives. However, by, however and by being overwhelmed by our limitations and shortcomings, Satan limits the impact that we can have in extending the family of God. And, and you experiencing the truly savage life that God created for you. That moment that we put our faith in Jesus, our limitations are put to death. And, a, and, and we are able to live a limitless savage life. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, Paul says, Not to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is work within us. So no matter where we're at in our spiritual journey, God wants us to be, to be able to do that phrase, immeasurably more. And it can look different for each of us because, because each of us are at a different place. And Paul writes this, he is assuming that we have asked and imagining God to do immeasurably more in our lives. Paul is assuming that followers of Jesus want God to step in and do immeasurably more in our lives. And, but we have a tendency to question and we ask ourselves these questions, things like, when it comes to, G, to my relationship with God, do I want more of the same or do I want this immeasurably more? This is the question you've got to be honest. Do you want to do more? Do you want to live this limitless life? Do you want to continue to have your moments with God only be during service times or in small groups, or do you want to be a part of, or, you know, or do you want them to be a part of your everyday life? Do you want to continue keeping your faith to yourself at school, or do you want to be the next in line in the effort of helping people know Jesus? Do you want to continue to remain in the spiritual rut that you're in, or do you want Jesus to continue to move you toward Christ-centeredness? Do you want more of the same, or do you want immeasurably more? How awesome would it be if we as a youth group were all pursuing this limitless life, asking God to take us further than we could ever take ourselves because we remove the limits that the enemy has given us. How awesome would it be if we were able to be savage in our lives when it comes to Jesus Christ? And this may seem overwhelming. It may seem like something we'll never be able to do, but we always have to remember 
but the way that we'll be able to do it is by remembering that the best of all is God is with us. God bless y'all. Go out and live a limitless life for Jesus Christ.